Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of North Khaki Chat. I'm your host, Craig Tone, and these are my co-hosts, Kenny McCoy and Curtis McCoy. Peepa. <laughs> Peekaboo. <laughs> Today we got a pretty interesting show. Well, interesting to me anyway. Curtis topic may make you laugh, bust out laughing on the floor. Mm. Talking about them teachers out there these days. Even though school just ended mm. in North Carolina, that's pretty yeah, that's interesting. We'll see yeah. how it is when we look back on the school year. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny's got some nice little easy breezing for you, talking about some gardening topics. You know, in my backyard we grow some of the, the cigar weeds. Not really. I hear you. <laughs> Not really. So don't come to my house looking for nothing. <laughs> talk about a little bit of gun control. Or is it people control? Who knows, man? True. And then finally, True. you know, the past past year, we as a as a people haven't been getting down, getting busy like we usually do. So the birth rate dropped about four percent. I wonder mm. why. Are there some are there some things besides the recent pandemic that's been going on that can kind of push us to the solution of this? Because, I mean, it's been falling for a while. It just fell by the most, you know, last year. So mm. we'll take a closer look at that and see what's going to happen. Let's do this. Curtis, take me to the streets. How many of them kids you beat up hey, in the schoolyard? Man. man, this is what I this is this is something that's been bothering me for a while, man. Uh, what's that? Just the neglect of school systems in different areas. Um, and I I, I want to do I'm what I'll, I'll be doing some more investigation on it, but I, it, the kids that's in rural areas uh, are not getting supported like they're supposed to. Are not getting the books not getting the education and it all boils down to some of the teachers are not getting like you can go to the north side or you know what I'm saying and get these teachers get paid good but you're coming over to the west side they're not getting paid good so therefore you getting teachers that's you know maybe just out of college or don't have enough experience or you know what I'm saying and it, it's, it's a lot that ties into this whole topic um and I think that parents, the community, everybody kind of got to kind of stand up about this. And, and we, we looking at the future and provide for our kids and make sure our kids understand that just because you do got a teacher that's not dedicated to you or, or not, I'm not going to say not dedicated because these teachers are bombarded with so much you know what I'm saying? That they don't really have time to do the individual thing or they don't, you know what I'm saying? It's just hard. Yeah. You know, you got teachers still getting other students pencils and papers when we got this North Carolina lottery that ain't doing nothing for these teachers, which is totally ridiculous. Some of the stuff that's, that, that's, that need to be done and need to be fixed is blatantly in your face. That's not right. And right. you got people that's getting fat, getting rich off that, and it's time for it's time for that to stop. Um, if you you said this North Carolina this teachers lottery is going to be for the teachers and you know be able to pay and have good teachers, we should have 
uh, teachers that's straight out of MIT wanting to teach school. You know what I'm saying? And transition these kids from high school to college because just like times are changing, school academics need to change. Uh, Craig hit on it last week about focusing on, um, you know, just things that's going to kind of take you into the workforce before you leave high school. Uh, and, and we need to make sure that these teachers are getting what they need, make sure these districts are well taken care of if we got this this lottery thing going on. It's no way, I, I say this a lot, it's no way that I should be able to go to a school and say, or somebody take a picture of a school and then show me a picture of school and they show another picture of a school and say, which one is in a rural community? Or which one is in a community with, with, with low income low income housing? The one with Starbucks. It's no way that that, yeah, it's no way that that should, you should not be able to look at a school if it's a public program and say, man, that's in a bad neighborhood. Right. That's when you really know that people who's supposed to be doing what they're supposed to be doing are not doing their job. You know, so, and not only do the do the, two, the, the teachers are, are being neglected, the students, our future is being neglected. You know, we talk about people who are going to be doctors and lawyers and stuff like that. We got to start standing up and saying, hey man, y'all, what is money at? Why these teachers, uh, you know what I'm saying? Why these teachers still talking about raises and pay? Um, and I know that these teachers deal with a lot of, with these kids in their school, man. They de- they deal with a lot. So I just want to send a shout out to all these teachers, man, and try to, you know, give them some support. And, and people just, when you see a teacher, man, tell them they're doing a good job. You know, not just please be the fireman, just, you know, tell these teachers, man, what, what do you need? Let's donate some pencils and paper. Uh, you need me to help you with tutoring or anything like that. Uh, what do you What do you guys think on that? I mean, on that topic. Well, it's all dependent on the, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right as, as far as like um, areas of, of concern. I mean, the the knowledge that's been given to our kids is kind of mediocre at most. It's, right. it's not to the level, if you go to, I'm going to do an example here. Let's, let's do West Mex education versus Independence High or uh What's the other the other school that's up there? I mean, it, it's it's different structures and different ways things are being taught. And you, if you, I'm not sure the teachers are selected for specific schools, so I can't comment on that. But if you have a choice of going to West Met or Independence, where are you going? I mean, going it, it's the it's the yeah. knowledge that's yeah. coming out of college that's going into the school system. They already know where they want to go. They really don't want to be on the on the other side per se. But I, I'm not sure how you would ask. I take that back. There is a way to fix that. There is a way to fix that, but it's going to take time and structure. I don't think these kids are getting what they're supposed to be getting out of this, especially this past year. I definitely don't think that we should just pass them all and not just hold anybody back because this year has been difficult for the teachers and cause some of them have never did a zoom or summit uh, yeah. I mean they can't some of them are not some of them are so 
vested in a school, they've been there for a while, and they're not computer savvy. I don't want to say that sound derogatory, but they're not computer savvy. They don't have well, somebody teach the background, and yeah. they need help. And that's been yeah, the some, main problem. Some of the teachers are are, are hands on. You know, in yeah. order to teach a kid, it it is they have to be hands on. They have to be there. So that's that's a big problem too. But even with the 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 education bracket and level, I think a lot of that what what was in college that we didn't see should have right. trickled 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 down. So all the stuff that that we seen coming out of high school to twelfth grade should now be in the twelfth grade. Right. Uh, tree, tree. I mean, which is it, they got it in there, but as far as college level, you know what I'm saying? Um, English. Um, uh, it should be on a college level when you at the last part of your education. Like education shouldn't stay repetitive the same. First grade, second grade, third grade, you know, and so on and so on. The education bracket, like the the amount of education, should every year should trickle down. So what people were learning in the in the ninth grade, now they are learning it in the eighth grade. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it, it, it's it's kind of stimulate the students too. But I think just like everything, things are changing. We have to change with the times. If not, we go stick to this thing where these kids, especially this year, man, I, I don't know if these kids learned anything. If they did, they, uh, did they did, did they did they take it in? Did they get it? These kids probably need to go to school year round. They need to have at this point. I was they need to say have the same thing. Year round schools. I mean, and, schools. It, you know, and they'll graduate graduate earlier, but it'll still be longer too. Year round school and and longer. Craig, look, if I broke down everything that I wanted to say right now, it, 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 it'll <laughs> take a whole day. Hit. <laughs> But hit them with the main one. Let me tell you, the main reason is that is the the public school system is the problem, right? You have you have all these figures that are controlling the money and are are not necessarily handing it down. Even though America <laughs> likes to tote that we are we're like high in education level, it doesn't mean anything. Like is the difference between the our highest and like the lowest of some other country is a dog crap. <laughs> what, yeah. What, yeah. what really needs to happen is I say they get rid of the public schools, right? Give that money that you have to pay back to the parents. Because, I mean, whether you send your mm. kids to public or private school, you're paying for it either way because you can't get out of the public. It's in your taxes. It's embedded in your taxes. So give them that money back. Let them let the parents choose where to send their kids. Um, public schools in regards to teachers I don't know if it's changed since I've been in public school but I'm pretty sure that where that teacher lives kind of rules where that teacher's going to go teach in school so they don't get the huge choice that maybe you would think they would if they were doing a uh, private school selection you know private schools vet out their teachers like in an in-depth way like not like a public school where any old Joe can go and, and teach. Not saying that they're any yeah, old right. Joe. Like I, I respect teachers that are there, but I've also had some teachers that have been uh, just playing at the pool all day. <laughs> oh 
Oh yeah, I done had them like that too. Yeah, your kids you know don't watch a movie and they that. just leave. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Say instead of public <laughs> schools, right? We have a community school. It's like everybody from that community that sends their kids to that school, they they fund it, right? They they have a committee set up. Parents will choose the teachers. You go through an interview process with teachers. You get get in good with teachers. You you have a an education professional with you so they can take a closer look at the educational aspect, right? Because you don't want a bunch of people that aren't skilled in something to uh, right to to necessarily create a job for somebody. So you want to have the educational aspect, but you want to have the parent aspect too, because the parents are going to be the main contacts with this person. So if there's no relationship between the parent and the teacher, what you're going to get is a bunch of kids that act unruly. And when they come home, everything's going to seem hunky dory. So a lot yeah. of the, a lot of the violence and a lot of the, uh, the bullying and stuff like that won't get handled on a, on that microscopic level. So you have kids that have been bullied or, or, uh, called out by students and teachers just sitting back in the wings and uh, potentially going on to do some some terrible things. Yeah. So if you yeah. if you narrow that down to just the community, right, at, it teaches like a family. You know how we talked back a while ago about if you could if you could buy your own like town, right, and you you, you choose right. your own town to come in there. So raising your kids is a is a community effort. Right, it's a team thing. You don't want to be alone. So that single mother can leave her kid in school and have that, have that, uh, have that peace of mind because she knows the teacher there. She knows, she knows she has a working relationship with the teacher and the other kids and the parents. Yeah, that teacher lives in the community. Right, a, a PTA meeting would actually mean something, you know. Right. right. But um, do you think we got to get back to? more of a face-to-face TTA type of to kind of get control of these kids and uniforms all the way up through 12th grade or is that what you said? Right, it needs, or, to, it needs to be more personal. It's become it's become colder. Like cold and corporate so like parents aren't even allowed on campus which I guess I understand with like the abductions and stuff like that but just coming yeah. in to check on your kids and stuff like that <laughs> Like you talk to the principal, the principal have a, a working relationship with you, call you by your name, <laughs> you know, if you, if your kid Derek gets in trouble, guess the parent, the teacher has you on speed dial and call you, you come over there and you sort it yeah. out. It's right. not like Discipline. that anymore. Now they just send Derek to detention and Derek is put on the wayside. Mm-hmm. They might send a note home, but you know how notes worked when, when we was in school, you just tuck those things away and then your parents will never see them. <laughs> You know, they have to physically call you to the principal's office <clears throat> with your parents. And it's, I, yeah. I got one more thing on this topic, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say this, but I wanna I wanna say something else first. I, I don't want I don't want everything to be about race, but I think if we don't talk about race, we can't fix it. If you don't address something, it, it's gonna get worse. So, um school districts with a high concentration of Latino and black students are more likely to be underfunded than the majority white districts that face uh, wider funding gaps. Uh, An average, uh, yeah, uh, average of 5,000 students per, uh, you know what I'm saying, was, 
you know, went through this thing where they was looking at these kids that's how how are some schools funded more and some schools are funded less? What makes that who makes that decision? Who makes it? Whoever makes the map. You know that whole Ooh. gentrification thing? <laughs> where they yeah. where they yeah. break up your neighborhood and separate it into ways that benefit people politically? Yeah, that's what does it. Yeah. It, it, the, whole, the whole problem is the public school system itself. When you have people controlling the money that don't give a crap about education. You know, right. you can be We're a worldwide leader in education and all your kids need mm-hmm. to learn to do is form a, a complete sentence. And that's it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if yeah. you if you keep your money in the in the hands of people that don't care about education, nothing's going to change. So let the parents keep that money and let them decide what to do with their money. If you're going to keep it, keep it within the community. Mm-hmm. Don't spread it out throughout the state because I don't I don't necessarily care what some kid in the other part of the state's doing. If I got my kid in private school and I still have to pay for somebody else's kid, it kind of doesn't. It defeats the whole purpose. That's why people are talking about, you know, how in the uh in these bills that they've been giving people money for, you have it in there where parents need childcare money. You know, they might not need childcare money yeah. if you wasn't taking childcare money from their pocket that they can't use. You know, it's going to somebody else's kid. But at the yeah. same time, like you said, with the, the lottery stuff, you need to make sure that money gets out there and you need to not necessarily set a budget <clears throat> based on on imaginary numbers right so if you go through lotteries and they keep winning they keep winning they keep hitting every single bit of the lottery money that goes to the state for educational purposes need to be held for the next year and then that next year that money can be distributed out among places you don't need to set the budget at the beginning of the year and then spend that money however you want until next year comes around and there's no money like yeah, it, right. it yeah. needs to it needs to change fundamentally, and it's not going to change fundamentally until people come together and start to realize that the government, their state government, is shafting them, and then yeah. the the yeah. federal isn't better because a school now is taught to a test that doesn't benefit you after you grow up. School needs to be based on life lessons that'll help you survive Real when life. you get out of school. Right. So you sitting there taking the SATs ain't going to help you in real life. I'll tell you that right now. No. <laughs> you trying yep. to tell me about patterns, migratory to... patterns in an essay isn't going to help you. Mm-hmm. You need something that's actually going right. to get you somewhere in life. Kenny, I see you trade. got something. Spit it. Spit it, Kenny. You got to trade. I mean, every, especially males, and I hate to, ex- I don't, I'm not excluding females at all. It's all. Everybody needs a trade. Everybody needs a skill, a skill set. Um, back when we went to school, there was shop. I mean, a mechanic shop. You you learn to work on a car. You learn wood wood uh, work. I mean, it was something that you can go on this outside of this world and take it to another level. But you learned something other than uh, who landed on Plymouth Rock. Just, I mean, a trade. A trade is needed. These kids need further education. And I think it's right. I think we need to extend it to where they go to school year round. Yep. So 
that that, that I mean, topic you, right there. I, that's good. I mean, you can do that, right? But if they don't change anything now, taking them to school year round is just gonna make them dumber. <laughs> I hate oh. to say it. I wouldn't. I didn't think about yeah. that. Yeah, you're right. Wait, say that again. Unless Greg. you change the current curriculum, making them go to school year right. round is oh. just gonna make right. them dumber. Right. Make them dumb right. because they're doing right. the same and thing. It's over all year, over over not just a couple months. Wow. Yeah, and that's why I said in the beginning that um, they we got to change this curriculum curriculum because yeah. this is uh, and, and, and to keep on doing something over and over again to get different outcomes is the definition of insanity. We have to change this, uh, and I think it's going to come down to like Craig said, it's going to come down to the community. Uh, like Craig was explaining before about a neighborhood with a school in the middle of everybody in that neighborhood kids go to that school the teachers right. from that school, that neighborhood work in that school the principal lives in that that school that lives in that neighborhood so everybody this, it's a community everybody know everybody so you ain't gonna go there and show your tail or bring no gun to school cause he know your dad mm. she know your mama you know what I'm saying? Mm. These kids can't and see the de- detach, the detach, like Craig was saying, that face face. The detach is here. We don't have, they don't, they not, these kids are smart. They smart enough to realize, okay, uh, I can go to school, do this. By the time they send a letter home or talk to my parents, it, I'm, I'll be out of here. Yeah. So, and I'm not going to blame it all. It, it's, not, it's not the kids, it's not the teachers, it's not the principal. It's the whole educational system, man. And it's it, and if you really want to boil it down and get to the real problem, it's the government. They're not doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. All this money that they have, they are not using it for what they're supposed to be using it for. It's no way in the world that a garbage man should be making more than a teacher. It's, it's no way. It's no way in the well, world. So I, I got one more thing to say on it, right? So if you mm-hmm. if you take that right, the community is built around the school, right? The community essentially built the school, right? You take a factory, you put the factory next to the school, right? That way, your parents that work in the factory are next to the school, and they can come there anytime, mm-hmm. right? And then yeah. you get this tight knit community where your school leads to a job. And then your job leads to the rest of your life. Yep. They could probably bring back pensions. Wow. You just got to make sure your factory wow. specializes in something that people want. Um, but all of this right here would lead to, I believe, uh, a lower lower crime rates because everybody knows everybody. And if somebody that wasn't yeah, from I mean, your community came in your community and started causing trouble, your whole community might jump on that person and kick them out. So that, that would mitigate that community. And then uh, I would say if you really want to get rid of law enforcement, it, it might work as long as you got the community mindset. Yeah. I mean, but low yeah, attack. But it all it all goes into changing the way that we look at things and how we view things now, or else nothing's going to change. Yeah. And, I, I and the garbage I man totally should one hundred percent be making more than the teacher, because you ain't going to get out there and clean out somebody's dead body in their bag. Yeah, you're right. Some of the things I done threw in the trash. Yeah, not, not, yeah, not, not to, not to uh, downplay. Uh, now your, your man, local politician, your teacher should be making more money than that person. Exactly, they should yeah. be making more than a politician. One more thing before we go on to the next next topic. You know, mental health is a big big thing for me right now. 
Uh, yeah. Hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. So if you, you don't want to get, what what do y'all think about this? This comment that I'm gonna, that I just said, and what do you think about people who've been hurt who jump in and out of relationships? I, I mean, know y'all they, they might need to, to, they might need to take some me time. Stop jumping in relationships. Yeah, for real. Instead <laughs> of jumping back, I was getting ready to say the same thing. You have to yeah. have some time for yourself to find yourself first, mm-hmm. because there there's certain things you don't like about certain people, and there's certain things people don't like about you. But you need to fix those things before you jump into another relationship, okay. uh, because you going into a relationship where this person has problems and it's not comfortable if they're judging you because something has happened in their past um, that's therefore you got to fix what what caused you to be destructive in your past relationship first fix that and you'll be fine but that'll that'll take a while that's why everybody needs some me time yep. everybody needs some me time to be by themselves two or three years fine Two or three weeks, not fine. Yeah, and you you have some people out there get rid of one and go skating and find another. Go to Harris Teeter, put on something tight, and pick up a phone number, something like that. But hey, man, don't let me give it out. If you ain't got an iron oh, will, okay. the right. only person needs to be in a relationship is a narcissist. Because if you love yourself, can't nobody yeah. hurt you. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's true. That's right. That's so true. So true, man. Hey, but sometimes it's worth it. Yeah. 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 Take a chance. Take a chance. People need people to love them. Unless they're murdering people, then yeah. they need yeah. to go to jail. Unless they're murdering people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fix the stove before you make the pie. And love them for them. Yep. What's up, Kenny? What's, what, you've been kind of quiet today. What's going on, man? I wanted to get a little bit into health. Uh, everything's coming back open now. Mm-hmm. COVID's, uh, we're, they said the, uh, we're almost there. Every adult in the, in the state has both of their shots so far. Well, not every adult. We're still, I think of the 70, is it six, still 60, 55 yeah. or 60%. Yeah. Which is a good, but then they talking about the kids getting their shots. Um, I don't know. How do y'all feel about the kids getting their shots or having to have a shot to go back to school? Uh, I'll I'll defer everything to my my pediatrician. (laughs) Just like every time I show up and he's like, oh, your kids are due for the flu shot. And you go up there and you're like, all right. And your doctor looks at you and says, I don't think the flu shot has been very effective this year, so we ain't going to take it this year. I defer to the doctor. When it comes to my kids, yep. <laughs> you ain't kidding. I feel like they would at least know better than I would. All all I can yeah. do is patch up some bumps and scrapes, but when it comes to the other stuff, I'll, I'll let my doctor tell me, and he's pretty honest. He'll let he'll let me know if he don't think it works. Yeah. We ain't taking it. What do you think about these companies um, and having their employees get both shots before they come back to work? Or making them have the shots. What do you guys think about that? That's, that's their right, I guess. 
that you might miss out on a lot of workers. You're going to be just like the other companies out there with their signs that say, please yeah. come work for me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I... Why what, I, what I don't think needs to happen is I don't think people need to start talking about making it mandatory because then you're going to boost up that uh, detracting detraction that's going to happen, you know, because people don't want you to tell them that they need to do something, especially when they don't necessarily that's have true. to do it, especially when the the, yeah. the news that have been coming out about the stuff is, is mixed and nobody can come to a, a clear conclusion. And uh, there's been some some events in the news that I've been watching that could possibly lead to yeah. an even bigger opposition to it. So the last thing you need to do is say it's it's mandatory. And I honestly think that uh, America should probably stop giving shots away to other countries <laughs> just because okay. of the way it looks. You know, you're telling all these people they need to get their shots. Oh. But you, at the same time, you're just giving away our stock, so those people that can potentially get it won't be able to get it eventually when time comes. You know, you see. Um, but yeah, wow. I see what you're don't saying. don't poke the bear. <laughs> just let the bear be. <laughs> yeah, let the bear be. Don't sixty percent is pretty good. It's okay. better than fucking zero. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you think? And, uh, as you as you get there, you're talking talking about the super spreader stuff, right? If the shot worked like how it's supposed right. to work, eventually, like this mass group of people, it should be fine. And the people that have gotten it and have shown no signs should be fine. And yeah. the people that have gotten it showed signs now have antibodies, so they should be fine. And if it turns out that they're not fine, then they're just going to not be fine. And then that's where you can catch the stragglers on the next shot. Because if it transforms and turns into something different and you have to get more shots, what was the purpose of the first shot? Because we've all already been through the first one. (laughs) Yeah, we already been through the first one. I don't know, man. It's a mess. (laughs) It wouldn't be a mess if they had so many people just telling people that they were dumb for not getting a shot that has no reliable testing, you know. Sure, I would be hesitant too. <laughs> you know, yep. so let the people be hesitant, and they'll just get the shot when they get the shot. You know, to walk into your local Walmart where you don't need an appointment. You know, somebody standing out there. Hey, would you like a COVID shot? And that person might be like, "Oh, I didn't know you guys were giving out COVID shots." Sure, but if you if you egg that person on when he's on there, would you like a COVID shot? You might. Might pull down his pants, grasp the pool, sling it, you know? Right. <laughs> so so just let the wary be wary, and it should fix itself over time. The people that get the shot should be fixed. They shouldn't have to worry about it anymore. And if they still have to worry about it, then your shot wasn't that effective right. in the first place. <laughs> Touche. You sound like you don't want to get the shot. Let people be. Let people be what people be. I'm just trying to tell you, you know. Especially when I I saw somebody walk into a Target the other day and they were like, this was like right when they announced that we didn't have to wear masks. Walked into a Target. The lady was like, "Uh, excuse me, ma'am, do you got a mask? She was like, I don't need no mask. (laughs) And I was walking in behind her. I was like, 
I was like, whoa. And then she was like, a mask is required in our store, ma'am. And she was like, well, I'll go in here and shop what the hell I need and I'll walk out of here. <laughs> I don't need no mask. Mm. Cause the whole scene. <laughs> and I was just in there trying uh, to get some juice. Ain't that serious, <laughs> it's not that serious. I, I, I don't know why people get like that. If, it's not If that she had serious. just let that lady walk in and no. do whatever she was going to do, it wouldn't have been a problem. That's all I'm saying. If you want mm. the shot and you ain't got the shot, go get the shot. But if you don't want to take the shot, shot or you're wary of taking the shot, mind your own business. <laughs> there you go. Now, I, I know what Craig is saying, and some people going to feel like, well, we're trying to protect everybody, this and that. I think the, the point here is you can't force anybody to do something with their own body. You can't make nobody take I mean, no shot. And if we allow anybody to start, you got to take the shot to come to work. Then you open the door for this crazy, oh, you got to have on red shoes to come to work. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got to have a red car to work here. You know, you, you mm. open the door for this craziness, man. Oh, you 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 know, it's, it's already, you can't have a felony working someplace. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So now they're going to be like, if you ain't got this, 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 this shot, you can't work here. You can't fly on a plane. You can't. I mean, it could go either way. That's why we, you got to really be careful and really think about rules and regulation when you start to say, well, I got the shot because I'm trying to make everybody safe. OK, you get the shot. That's for you. But it may not be for everybody. So you got to consider right. everybody's position on this. I feel like my position is I want to be I want to protect my parents. My parents older. I want to p- protect my grandbaby. You know what I'm saying? So that's my position. But I got a friend of like, man, I ain't getting a shot. I don't trust it. It's a stinky. The, the, the all, you know, the, they giving people all these this stuff way back in the days. You know, some people are like, nah, man, I ain't trusting them. And and who fault is it? Who fault mm. is it that America don't trust, people in America don't trust the government? Who fault mm. is it? It ain't the people. No. You know what I'm saying? So you got to really take a stand and be honest with yourself and say, if somebody forced me to take a shot, what would you do? Nah, man, I ain't right. taking no shot. You can't force me to, you know, it's going to be a gun battle. I mean, I'm not a gun battle. It's going to be a problem. I mean, you, you can. You can tell them to. But you know what that is? It's communism. You need to get mm. that out of here. It's America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you just have to be careful. Gun control. Gun control. So you are your own property. You're all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You guys know there's been like a lot of shootings, and um, I'm glad they found uh, the guy that shot that kid in the car. I think it was in LA. I'm glad they found found him. What do we do to to actually pinpoint the issue, fix it without harming people that are eligible for gun gun to buy a gun. How do we fix this? I mean, uh, it's how, how, we, uh, then again, I mean, we now we 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 on a different topic, but but the same issue. How do you how do you say you can't have a gun when that's my second amendment right? A first yeah. amendment whatever it is. It's it's my right to own a firearm and, and do what I I'm an avid, you know what I'm saying, gun owner, hunter, you know what I'm saying, fishing. Yeah. 
how you gonna tell me I can't have a gun cause crazy Ned Ned went down there and, you know guns don't kill people people kill people it right. ain't the gun's problem it ain't the gun the gun ain't get up and say oh I, I feel I've been long I'm just gonna start shooting by myself it ain't that it's mental health man and, and yeah. people not taking and teaching their kids you got kids going to school I don't care listen I was bullied in, in school okay so Back in our days, man, it was like food line. <laughs> my mama told me one day I was out, I was in the middle of the street fighting a person. She was like, "Either you gonna go out there and fight or I'm gonna fight you." You wanted yes. to tell you have to toughen up. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, I understand the bullying thing, but I, I think we 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 really got to be careful when we open the doors for people to be lazy. When you start opening the doors for people to have. Uh, 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 oh, uh, you open the door for something that that's that's gonna cause more harm than help. Because, and I'm not saying what I went through was okay, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm saying we got pe- people got to take care of their kids, raise your kids right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Teach your kids life is very important. Not only yours, but everybody else's. You got kids going to school shooting twenty people, killing twenty people mm. at one time. You know what I'm saying? And it makes no sense. But gun control, I don't think, I, I know what's going to happen. I know they're going to try to be like, well, you know, we're going to take all that, you know, what they call assault rifle, which mm-hmm. is really just a rifle. <laughs> that name should have never been attached to that gun or, or no. attached to any kind of rifle. But gun control is makes no sense to me. Because if you have gun gun control, what what people gonna start doing? Hatching and chopping people up, stabbing people. They gonna do something? Yeah. You, you, knife control? Come on, man, stop it. Let's stop that. That's nonsense, man. Craig, I see you. Look, I, I don't I don't know. I'm not gonna tell you that it's an easy problem to fix. I mean, you can put a bunch of sanctions on the kind of guns that people can get, but really. When it comes to the bad guys, the bad guys gonna get what the bad guys got. <laughs> you ain't gonna stop no bad guy from having a gun, <laughs> especially if it's yeah. a, a quote-unquote assault rifle or a machine gun. You know, old boy that was in the the hotel last year with the the high-powered machine gun. You know, in Las Vegas. Yeah. So I mean, bad yeah. bad people are yeah. gonna have bad things. And what you're going to do with a lot of the gun control measures they talk about is give the innocent people or, or a man that wants to defend his family, his property and stuff and take away his ability to do that. So the reason I don't agree with it for the Second Amendment rights is is because you're supposed to be able to defend yourself against the government that's going to come and try and take everything from you. Right, so when communism right. starts to rear its head, you should be able to come and defend yourself against those people that are trying to take things away from you. And you can't say that the government isn't doing that; they've been doing that for for a while now. So it it, it starts with small things; they take away from you bit by bit by bit, and people think it's okay. Mm-hmm. And then right. at the end of the day, right. it becomes a big problem. Um, and I think. Yeah. Right now, they're trying to use the the occupation of the Capitol building this last year to kind of 
kind of put a big a big old monkey wrench into the gun control system, right? To say, all oh, these people were here occupying the Capitol, even though there wasn't any kind of violence that came out about them having guns, or at least the masses of people having guns. They were just in there, standing around, taking pictures inside of some velvet ropes and kicking their feet up on people's desks. And the, the main people that had guns were the officers that were in there killing those people that were just standing in the Capitol building. Um, but that's just one side of it. The other side of it, right, is that you have a bunch of people that are supposed to protect and defend you going wild yeah. with their firearms and their weapons. So it's understandable that a citizen, a normal American citizen, would be wary of giving up their firearms when the people that are supposed to protect and defend them are shooting them just for being in their cars. First thing Hitler did, you know, ban all, all weapons. You know, so, I mean, it's, it's a slippery slope, and it's a slope that I think will need to be navigated very, very carefully. Because if you let them take these rights from you you'll never get them back never right. get them back. and that's and that's just based off never. history so everybody can have their own determination of what the constitution means or or it's old it's out of place we should take this away no no you shouldn't it's not there no. in the way that you interpreted it for it's there to protect the people right. and if the people let you take it away those people are no longer protected and I don't, I don't know why people have such an issue with that, especially if you're on the the left side of the aisle, right? Because most Americans are like in the middle, in the middle of everything. So like you're right now, it's that big argument of you're you're a Democrat, you're a Republican. Most people are like in the middle because they're basically the same party. And um, right, what what you need to do is take take politics out of it because nobody that does politics is on your side. They don't care about you. They care about maintaining their control and they care about making money. And that's all they care about. And nothing changes. Nobody, nobody in politics cares about every. You. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Every year is the same thing. Nothing changes. Yeah. Even all these rules, they sit up there and Congress sit up there and vote on rules. Some of them sit at the house. Nothing changes for the people. It's all for big companies. Nothing changes. They, they're not saying well, every uh, every American ain't got to pay taxes this year because we, we, we good. They ain't nobody worried about us. You know, they don't care whether you sleep dead or, or homeless or whatever. You know what I'm saying? As long as they pockets fat, they get the best medical care, that's all they care about. They sit up there and make these rules and it don't trickle down to who's supposed to, who it's supposed to be for. Yeah. That's why I just... I don't understand yeah. it. I, I, I understand. Yeah, I don't one understand. more thing, I'm gonna give it back to you, Kenny, because we kind of take up all taking up all your time. <laughs> but yeah, don't yeah, don't don't just good. let somebody come in your house and take the food off your table. All right, just think yeah. of it like that. These are things that were given to you when you were born, right? So if you just come right. in, let somebody in your nice little house you just paid for take the food on the plate that you just paid for, and just put it in your pockets and leave. That's a problem. And you know what? They're not even leaving your house. They take your food, putting it in their pocket, and they're going back for some more. <laughs> going back yeah. for some more. Just, just stand, stand up, there. Stand up well, for you yourself. Got some salt. 
<laughs> if they don't want firearms, all yeah. right. Again, as a community, come together, start hosting some pistol classes, you know, some self-defense classes. Get somebody in there to teach y'all. It, it, it's a real, real bad thing. We're going to stop going this global route and go community-wise. Yeah, Help yourselves, because ain't yeah. nobody else going to help you. There it is. There well, it how, is. Do we, how do we govern the the gun, the firearm being in the arms of a, a convicted felon. How do we how do we fix that? I mean, does um, too many of them have guns? I mean, does does that does it matter though? I mean, just because they're a convicted mm-hmm. felon, he can be convicted of walking down the street being black. I've seen it. <laughs> no, not 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 and in the, that aspect. The murderous but, one but should be in jail. It's still. coming out to be. Right, it's coming up, turning out to be that most of these people that are doing these killings shouldn't have firearms in the first place. They stole them. They stole them out of park cars at a restaurant. They stole them out of houses, and they're riding around with the guns in the cars. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's getting it's I mean, getting bad. You got a beef at that time. point. Let me, like let me somebody's not doing their job. Yeah, <laughs> somebody stole your gun. Yeah, you ain't right. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get yeah, There to. you go, letting them yeah, in your let house, me, let me eating your food again. <laughs> check this out, check this out. If you get caught with a stolen gun, that's 40 years hard time. You got, ain't no, we not, ain't no, ain't no court. Mm. 40 years. And you gonna work. They need to, I, they, I, honestly, I'm telling you something, I know it's gonna be a humane issue. They need to bring the chain game back. Only they need to have these these guys going to prison, watching TV on cell phones, getting bigger, getting stronger, and come out here and commit crimes. I don't think that's not logical for me. Put them on the chain game. Make them clean up some of these streets. Lower our taxes. Make them fix up some of these older people's houses. Make, make, you know what I'm saying? Make them paint. Make them go downtown, clean downtown. Make them do something. Not sit around with three hots in the cot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And if you get caught with a gun, you get caught with a stolen gun, that's 40 years. If you get caught with a stolen gun that's got a body on it, that's 100 years. And I guarantee, <laughs> after, after the first two or three, man, I don't mm. want nothing to do with that, that gun stuff. You got a gun in the car. I don't want to, I guarantee it'll happen. Less you got to start show, You got to start putting your foot down, man, because these youngins, mm. Man, these youngers out here killing people right and left, bro. Right yeah. and left. And they're shooting your car. Look at Chicago. Man, they got a, in, in LA, they got a problem with somebody shooting on the I mean, highway. I would argue that that probably has changed from back in the day. <laughs> you just got more news yeah. and more content out there. Right. But I, I think this this highway thing is kind of different. I think this highway thing where where somebody's doing a drive-by on the highway, they're shooting at these cars and killing these people. It's been like 10 or 15 of them. And uh, that's kind of different. I, I don't that's, know, man. That's, I, I lived in California yeah, for a that, while. You see some pretty crazy stuff out there. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt heard. it. I wouldn't doubt it. Man. Sorry, can you <laughs> talk over your thing, man? No. Please. You're fine. Hey, stop letting these people come in your kitchen know, eating your food. <laughs> Put my French fries down. Somebody steal your gun you paid four hundred, five hundred dollars for. You just gonna let them walk off with that? You better tell somebody. <laughs> and then them cops better get out there and do their job. Well, I, exactly. They better be paying so the money. Yeah. 
last last issue I was talking about last time we were on our, our meditation and focusing on oneself. Um, I I found that gardening for me, like uh, planting stuff outside, that's another relaxing thing for me. Mm-hmm. And right now, uh, I kind of figured out a couple things with with the with the uh, the garden here. Uh, there are animals that love specific types of food. So if you want to get rid of animals uh, messing in your garden, if you cut your hair at your, or at your house or have anybody cut hair, put it in the grass around the garden. If you have any um, any type of uh, let's say coffee, coffee grinds for your soil, put it in your soil. Oh, it's all a deterrent. Wow. But, uh, I didn't know that, man. Yeah. I got I actually went out, man. I actually went out and bought a, uh, a scarecrow. <laughs> it's an owl. I bought an owl. Uh-huh. It, sit, it sits on, um, not like mom's. It sits, it sits on a pole. Mine's sitting on the table. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, the garden is like free, free up your, free up your mind. That's all right, man. I, I, you know, taking pictures of flowers is big for me, man. You know, what I'm yeah. saying? I love taking pictures of flowers. But I, I you know, I got that old wet white. I, I let you use it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need. <laughs> you throw it right there in your garden because it's biodegradable. Yeah, so, for real. And last so, but not so least, what, what, what do you tell those people that want to release some stress, but they're criminals and they like to rob banks? Uh, Tell them you, you, you can't rob banks. <laughs> I'm just trying to relax. Cops catching me sitting there rubbing, rubbing his earlobe. Ooh, sigh. <laughs> <laughs> Meditate. Relax and relate. Uh, Netflix, I want everybody to check this out. It's uh, It's really, really... It's really, really focused on uh, our culture. It's called... Let me make sure I got this right. It's called High on the Hog, and it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. If you get a chance to watch it, it's very, very, very educational about um, North and South, uh, basically how we survived as a race growing up and um, what we had to do to survive. Like they never talked about what we did. Um, this guy actually went to one of the places that were responsible for shipping slaves to the U.S. And he actually walked down the path in Africa um, that they would walk down to go on the ships. And it just overtook his body to where he just he just stopped. And then he just kept on walking, walking. These are paths that people actually walked down Sent, I mean, just walked down just to get on a ship. Didn't know where they were going. Some of them did, and some of them didn't. But it's the same. There's a couple of them like that in in Benin. Um, that that's where the majority of the slave trade started. Um, when once they got here, they had to, as far as like food and communication, they all had different languages, so they had to come up with a different type of uh, communication, food. 
was it was scarce they had to come up with making things out of scraps if the, you had made food for the house you get the scraps and you have to decide what you're going to do with those scraps and that's the it all boils down to what we did to survive and how it's changing the culture of these restaurants people's mindset it, it's it's really really interesting i think everybody should check it out you know what i'm gonna tell you i, I saw it on netflix you did but when i looked at it i thought it was a barbecue cooking show <laughs> no, no. I thought it was going to be about Craig, cooking pigs. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I, I did too. I did too. And I'm glad I looked at it. But I, I thought it was going to be another cooking show too. Because I'm into the British Bake Off now. I Ooh. thought I was going to click on that and see Boy, one more guy named Diesel. <laughs> Try <laughs> yeah. to tell us how to cook some pigs. <laughs> hmm. But check that out. It's really, really interesting. All these recipes that we never knew, they came from us. We made those recipes, but they're out there in the world. Wow. You'd be surprised. Now, does it does it tell you how to make out, some man. decent Caribbean food? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what they say about Caribbean food? <laughs> mm. You got to be black enough to eat Caribbean You got to be black enough. Yeah, you got to be black. Yeah, if you get a chance, just check it out. That's all I got, fellas. All right. Well, thanks. Now, now I know Great. I ain't gonna get to watch any cooking competition. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. Hilarious. But for the last thing of today, kind of wanted to jump into something that I think has related to a bunch of the stuff we've been talking about for the past few weeks, and that's the uh, the U.S. birth rate scare right there what they do is every every year they'll go through and they'll calculate the average number of, of births that happened that year by looking at the birth certificates that were put out there you know and it just so happens that last year they say that the birth rate fell by four percent which they say is is the largest single year Ooh. decrease in nearly 50 years which, I mean, just looking at it, I wouldn't think it's that much. But when you think about millions and millions of babies being born, 4% is a lot of babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, as, they, as they break it down, right, they're talking about that it's actually down in a bunch of categories from where it was. And in some of the categories, I would think is a good thing. You know, the, the birth rate for people that are age 15 and 19 years old, they say dropped by 8% since... 2019 and it continues to fall from 1991 which I think is the is a, a great thing you shouldn't have kids running out here with kids you know <laughs> young kids with kids yeah is a bad thing and I think the drop and downfall is in the the contraceptives and the sexual education they've been given out since it was a kid even though I think they they continue to go lower and lower every year and it might be uh, not something for a six-year-old to to digest in his brain piece. <laughs> but yeah. it's good that it's fallen by 8%. And just as like the, the racial breakdowns, it has fallen by a lot too. But in the overall grand scheme of thing, it comes out to about 4%. 4% of babies not being born. And I just wanted to, oh. to kind of 
try and look at some of the the reasons why that's happening you know because i mean they're saying it's a bad thing but i don't necessarily think it's a bad thing i think it, it might be a blessing in disguise right with uh all the all the talks of all the talks of like overpopulation and we need to try and find some way for humans yeah. to consume food it, it, it's a it might be a good thing to like drop but what that means is there's a, a pretty big problem that's going to happen you know and and I, I think that millennials my generation and below are going to have to eat eat that bullet you know and it, it comes in the yeah. form of the, the whole retirement talk you know because they say that a certain amount of money is supposed to be held for social security and you know if enough people aren't being born those numbers aren't going to make up for that social security that you lost so like essentially you'd want a, a one for one coverage so the amount of people that die should be replaced by the amount of people that are birthed you know and so on and so forth and every generation will cover the next generation but we passed that Every every generation has only gotten bigger, right? And has only just started yeah. to decline over the past couple of decades, you know? So as as it grew bigger, the amount of people that were there couldn't pay for the people that were already there. <laughs> so now there's, there's this big wow. bottleneck that we need to close in on. And I think that people in the millennial generation just need to get it in their heads that we're not going to have social security. And I think the government needs to come out and say that social security is canceled for people that were born in 19, 1988 and, and on like, because yeah. we're paying money for it and, and we're never going to see that money come back no matter how much they want to say that we yeah. are. It's just not going to happen. Mm. And so they, they need to, they need to wind up, take, stop, uh, Social Security coming out of people's checks, right? Like they're, eighty-five they're, and up. They're not going to be able to. You're not going to be able to do it because you ain't got enough money. <laughs> the money has to come somewhere. <laughs> so I mean, every they just need to come out and tell everybody that it's gone, right? Is 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 not there anymore. So that it, it it's gone. Yeah. So. The, the thing is, right, we have these decreasing birth rates. It's going to affect your, your Social Security and your retirement going forward. And I, I also think that on the opposite side, the government needs to realize that, okay, this the, this thing is, is so far as the kids being made are is not, is not a big part of the American dream anymore, you know? Because, I mean... Growing up, if you talk to people and how it was conveyed to me, the American dream is to have a job, get a house, have kids, and then pass on, right? But now, in the world that we live in, where inflation and everything has taken up a lot of that headroom that we had, you'd be lucky enough to get a house, you'd be lucky enough to get a job that pays you well enough to where you can retire. (laughs) And if you have kids in between that, your, your American dream is is essentially dead on arrival. I hate to say it because I have kids, but it's, it's basically dead on arrival. No, you're right. Unless you're actually out there putting in a lot of work. So, I mean, 
I don't want people in my generation to think that they have to have kids because the government or somebody else thinks they need to have kids because I, I worry that they're not going to have enough money to retire. So the, the main thing on our minds now is living our lives. You know, people say they have midlife crisis. I've been having a midlife crisis for the past five years, man. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. Right. So I don't believe that we should have to work for the rest of our lives, but that's what it's turned into. And, you know, yeah, as a parent, I think that I want my kids to have a better life than I had. Right. And then my parents wanted me to have a better life than they had, you know, and you keep going on. That identity is eventually going to take over to where people want to live their lives and not be stuck in some corporate job all the time, you know, and I think right. that the trends of today with the inflation and everything that that should be held as some sort of some sort of beacon to society right we need to change the 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 basics of how we're getting paid to work and all this stuff it's it's not gonna work anymore you need to kind of sow your own seeds get your own thing started in order for you to live comfortably um and i i appreciate being born and I appreciate my parents wanting me to have a better life than they had and all that stuff but mm-hmm. people need to stop lying to me telling me I only need to save 80% of my 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 work income for a year <laughs> so I can live later on in my life it, it needs mm. to be more like 100 120% cuz that that extra ain't going to be there yeah <laughs> pretty much so i mean what what kind of yeah. trends do you guys notice you know or are, and are any of the the sticking points like the American dream different from when you were a kid or or how do you how do you guys view it yeah yeah I've seen it especially people in government like the pensions mm-hmm. they basically run out um, all all the older people that were in the business they're gone with their pensions and there's basically the 401k to depend on and that's really not substantial enough amount to uh, survive um, for a long time without work. I mean that could be some go on a cruise money for a couple of times but that's pretty much it. You got to find some type of investment something to put your money into that'll actually grow because everybody's been doing it we some people just don't know how but i think that's the the perfect scheme if you're planning on retirement sit down with somebody and talk to them about it see uh where your money should go how it should be how we should should be divided up stuff like that just prepare yourself for when when you're getting ready to sit down because it's hard it's hard I've, i've i've known three retirees that are doing okay because they planned out their retirement and the company um the company basically gave them what they deserved when they were getting ready to walk out the door with no questions asked and uh and yeah, they've, how, they've taken that money and turned and it you, around do you do you hear like younger people talk about having kids like what, what are the kind of things that you hear do you, do you hear concerns I hear, I hear that too, especially with a newer generation that's coming coming on board. It's it's um, it's a hit and miss. They see some things that are going out, and they don't want kids. Then you got the ones that are up 
uprank that are planning their future every day they come to work. Um, this is what this was going to happen this year. This is going to happen tomorrow. I mean, you got people like that that are destined on putting everything in steps because they somebody showed them or told them this is what you need to do to stay on top and your family. But as far as like children and stuff like that, I, I rarely hear adults now talking about having kids, young adults. It, it's a, it's a, it's not a topic. They're just getting married. Not, not, either side is not talking about having children yet, which I find kind of yeah. weird. I've heard less and less of people talk about getting married too. <laughs> yeah, really. Saw the wow. game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think well that that goes back to the relationship thing too. Um, it's getting hard to trust people, and people are not being honest with what yep. they want. And you got a lot of people out here playing games. You got grown folks, 50, 49, still mm-hmm. out here playing games, still out here telling lies. And, you know, you got women out here that's got men that fix their car and come fix stuff in their house and, and take them shopping. You got, she got a man to take on vacation. Then you got dudes out here. He, he all over the place, man. You got uh, four different girlfriends and, and got a wife yep. you got you know you got all that going on and people are like why would I get married to somebody that I can't trust I keep on telling people love is okay but loyalty will take you a long way yeah. you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah. I, I just you know at that at, at this level with the kids situation and people not really having kids people really don't want to have kids now at, at this point man with people they, they wind don't. up getting with somebody that that um really don't understand being in a relationship like I, you, you need to be you need to be somebody's friend before you start sleeping with them if you, yeah. if you take that sex you take that sex pill out of it and just be somebody's friend and get to know them yeah for about six seven months uh which is hard because you know your feelings get involved you you know what I'm saying you start you know you want you know hey I, I understand but you gotta People got to take their time now because people sleep nowadays. We got the internet, these phones, people real sleep. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to trust people these days, man. So, That's the truth. I just say, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that that relationship game thing is crazy, man. You got you got women who want to, you know, they, they want, they'll tell you, well, I just want to have, you know, can I date somebody else while I'm dating you? <laughs> date nobody else while you date me. What's wrong with you? You know, bump your head. You know, I don't want that you, disease. You got, you got girl. You got girl now still on that cousin thing. Oh, this is my cousin. <laughs> stop it. Okay, let's, let's let's stop that. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about 50, 49 year old women. Oh, this is my cousin. And then you come to find out the dude ain't her cousin. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So. It's a lot of slick stuff going on, and with this relationship game, man, that it's it's you know, it's yeah. hard out here. I mean, it's hard out there's here. There's that, and then I also think there's there's the whole aspect of living up to your fullest potential, right? So like things, things a while ago ain't, ain't the same as they were before. You got people that actually want to go out and pursue their careers and stuff like that, especially when the dream of being like right. a, a homemaker isn't as prevalent as it, it used to be you got people that want to get out and actually do something accomplish something with their lives and especially when it comes to like relationships 
I've heard a lot of the a lot of the what's your credit score type of thing. <laughs> Doing the whole credit mm. evaluation before you get together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I mean the the whole do you want to have kids and how many kids do you want to have thing kind of gets put on the, the last of the list. It's not the number one thing you want to know anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, I mean, it, it's, 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 right. it's a financial endeavor, so you need to have all of your ducks in a row before you jump into the plan. And I think people know that now, living with their parents and how their parents struggle. They've they seen it, seen it firsthand, lived it firsthand. So if, if they don't want to have kids right now, they probably know why they don't want to have kids right now. So I don't, I don't see it improving in the future. I think it's going to continue to fall. Even, yeah. Even when it didn't raise, and we was all stuck in the house during the pandemic, still didn't go nowhere. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know why that was because people start realizing, hey, this time I'm spending with you, I didn't know you was like that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And people start to realize, man, I can't spend another minute with you. I can't stand to hear you walk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Some people don't want their kids no more. They're like, nah, I, I, you need to go to school. Like, who you can't who? wait for that school to open. You got to go. You got to go. You got to get out of here. The kids got to go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you got to really get to know people these days, man. People get yeah. people got game, man. Everybody got a game. Some, you know, that's one thing I can't stand about the relationship thing too. Everybody got game. You know what I'm saying? And then instead of being honest and allowing me to make the decision. They'll lie about it. Just tell me, hey, tell me, if, you, if that's your cousin and y'all used to mess around, tell me. You know what I'm saying? So I can make my decision. Don't sit send there and you, lie to me. Maybe I'll Alabama. say, okay, that's cool. I'll just go back here on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. See you back you know what I'm saying? Alabama. Maybe I'll be the Tuesday guy. He the Wednesday guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me let me know, which I wouldn't do. But I'm just saying, allow me to make that 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 decision. You know what I'm saying? Instead of lying. And, and it's like, it's not like, well, I ain't 20 or 21, but it's not like these young girls. It's like the older women got game and they lazy. They want somebody. They want somebody. To, well, let me, let me not say that. But they lazy. They want somebody to help them. You know what I'm saying? They want some. They don't want to get it on their own. They want somebody mm-hmm. to help them. Then when they do have it on their own, now they got a chip on their, on their shoulder. I don't need yeah. no man. Okay. All right. Let's see how that work out. Hey, they're living. Now I might get my client for that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did live yeah. your best life. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, live your best life. You think but that. But the 4%. You know it ain't going to change. Ain't nothing man. like <laughs> no, no. No. It ain't nothing like real love, man. It ain't nothing like it. Nothing like no. it. You meet that person that's compatible with you and that will ride or die. When, when back in the day when we was coming up, fellas, and you met a girl, and they, you was like ride or die with that chick, and you yeah. knew that chick had your had your back. Yeah, Shoot. man. I know some some when, chicks back in the days. I would go get them before she, I go get a when dude. When she busts in on you while you taking a bath, throw some hot grits on you, and you still married. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, Ooh. right. And you still married. Those she are love brushing, grits. She in there brushing her teeth, and you sitting on the commode, and everything mm. love boat. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's love. <laughs> that love, man. That love. Yeah. It's been a good one, y'all. 
That's, that's yeah. it for me. That's all I got. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on another episode of North Khaki Chat. Woo. I've been your host, Craig Tone, and these have been my co-hosts, Curtis McCoy and Kenny McCoy. So, in review tonight, we talked about the dwindling birth rates, how it's going to affect our retirements, and how we should be going out there and getting that bag. No time to relax. <laughs> no time. No yeah, time. And when we get done, we can come home. And then chill out in our gardens while we grow our ghost peppers and all cough like Idris Elba when he was on the Hot Ones episode. <laughs> that was a good episode, too. He lost it. And then, man, trying to figure out the solution to make sure our kids get taken care of and these teachers out here get what they deserve, you know. And, you know, it, it, it hurt people, hurt people. We need to change that. Make it all about love. That's right. Yeah, you're right. If man. you enjoyed the episode, please yeah, all about remember love. to like, comment, and subscribe. And for our episode next week, what are we talking about, Curtis? <sighs> it's going to be a hard one for everybody. Um, but just complaining about something ain't going to change it. I mean, mm. just just a little bit might change a little bit. <laughs> uh, you know, no. you just walk past uh, it, walk no. past that person you see every day, and you're like, "Man, I'm tired of your stinking ass clothes." <laughs> you know that that might change some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it may. It what may. Is that that may hey, listen, that may start a hey, wait, wait, wait until y'all mm-hmm. in the group. Like, man, y'all been smelling that smell like raw butt. <laughs> This whole time, and I, every time I get closer Bro, to this but. direction, you lean in towards me, you sniff them. It starts to smell worse. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Straight onions from Hardy's. Raw butt. Das. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I gotta remember Dash. that. Das. Das. What is it? It's das. <laughs> So again, thank you for hanging out. Join us next week when we sit down and analyze some of the other stuff that we have been going through in our minds. Potentially, how not to be stanky. Yeah, that's right. As we hold the next episode of North Khaki Chat. Good night. I gotta go take a shower. That's your bye. <laughs> <laughs>